If you jog in a jogging suit, lounge in lounging pajamas, and smoke in a smoking jacket, why would anyone want to wear a windbreaker? This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. All right, welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. And our intro here today, folks, that was from one of our clients that uh, wrote a, a joke in, mailed that in <laughs> to us with some paperwork that we had to share. I like it. Uh, lovely lady. And uh, that got us. we got a couple giggles in the office there from that. So oh, yeah. hope you folks appreciate that and we didn't offend anyone. <laughs> um, but uh, Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, especially after that very funny joke. Okay. I, I like that one. <laughs> it was a little sign Feldian, as yes, I like yeah. to call it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been great. You know, I, I got a chance to uh, go to the fair, the state fair. Nice. And I saw my wife and I and some friends saw Hall and Oates wow. last night. Very good. And, uh, you know, that was great. That was great. Uh, I thought of you as they sang your kisses on my lips. I thought of you, Jeff. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing, but it was it was really fun. It That's was a awesome. fun show. Whether, whether you like them or not, you can sing along with all their songs. And yeah. Daryl Hall's voice is amazing. He's a great piano player, great guitar player, and his voice is great. I'm not sure why Oates is there, but... <laughs> <laughs> the we, eye the eye candy <laughs> uh, we called them hall and soybean or hall and barley it, it doesn't matter uh it, but they are great yeah that's awesome that, that's uh they have a lot of hits over the years as oh, yeah. we we're talking about how about you how have you been great great we're enjoying the last of summer here and um Jax is about to start a new school next week so we have open house oh, here wow. today so we're very excited about that and yeah family's Family's doing good. That's not the things. one right across from your office, is it? No, that one's still uh, under construction. Okay, yeah. they're building a new one right across from where your yeah. office is at. Yes, yeah. It looks like it's going to be a nice one. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. That's so. great. Well, I love Jacks. Glad to hear he's doing well. well Thank what, you. Uh, what level uh, is he at? So he'll be moving into pre-K, so he pre-K. has another year before kindergarten. Oh, awesome. So getting in the big times here. Some big steps. Time flies when you're having fun, it doesn't does. it? It does, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right, What are we talking about today? Well, today, Tony, we're going to talk about the biggest money mistakes by decade. And we're going to use uh, an article Smart Money uh, had in April 15th called The Biggest Money Mistakes Made by Decade. Uh, Hence the title of the show. But we're going to talk about some different things to think about over the years, regardless of what age you're at. You might know someone in these different decades and can help them out when giving them some pearls of wisdom. But every day really is an opportunity to, to make mistakes and learn from them or do your best to avoid making mistakes by thinking and planning ahead. And that's hard to do regardless of how old you are, as we all know. But what we want to do is avoid scrambling to play catch up in our later years for money mistakes that we made in our youth. So 
catching these as while we can, the younger, the better. And frankly, a lot of people are playing catch up, but as you often hear me say, every day is a fork in the road. And I think it's an opportunity every day to, to be better and improve upon things. So we've got a lot of great things we're going to talk about. Yeah. Every day is a winding road as well. That's right. (laughs) Cheryl Crow. (laughs) Yeah. A little Cheryl Crow (laughs) reference uh, for you. I don't know why my mind immediately goes to song lyrics, Jeff. I just, (laughs) I have a mind so full of music trivia and song lyrics, Jeff, that there's very little, I usually have to shove a lot of that out just to make room for what you're telling right. us each week. Well, my mind is full of pasta, so we're okay. You're okay. <laughs> I think that's your belly, not your mind. But um, well, uh, so what's the first? Uh, what's the first decade we're going to look at? What's the first thing you want to talk about as far as money mistakes? Yeah, we're going to lump uh, this. Book might be more of a decade and a half, but we'll just call this childhood as the first category. Childhood, that's the time to learn good behaviors, start building good habits. And as a kid, you need someone to show you the rope. So if you have kids in your life, whether you're younger and you have younger kids or you have grandkids, listen up because they're they're watching you whether you realize it or not. As we all know, they're, they're sponges. So grade school and high school, they don't teach this stuff. There aren't money classes and how to balance a checkbook and some of the important skills we all want to learn. They have to be exposed to it through their family and their personal experiences. So show them that money comes from hard work and it comes from investing. And uh, that's something you want to instill at an early age as as quick as you can. Yeah. When you told me we were talking about biggest money mistakes by decade, and then I saw you had listed 20s, 30s, 40s, I thought you were going to talk about money mistakes made in the 1920s. Money mistakes. (laughs) No. Just to clarify, we're talking about decades of our own, each and every person's life. So the 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 decade of your early childhood you're talking about that. So what about when we hit our twenties? Well, and the other thing too, I was going to mention before we move into the twenties, and by the way, that might be a good idea for another podcast, another time, money mistakes people made in the 1920s, the 1930s. Well, the twenties will be especially interesting. (laughs) Yes. yes. Uh, The other thing with childhood to think about is, um, kids nowadays don't deal with physical money as much. They don't see their parents or grandparents dealing with physical money as much because credit cards and debit cards and Apple pay and all these things that are done. So they don't have that tangible experience. So it's an even harder thing for them, I think, to grasp. If It's more abstract. Spending money, you don't have to think about it as much because you don't look in your wallet and say, where did that money go? Yep. Yeah, it's hard, harder to convey that. So it's not a physical thing. So yeah, and I think kids—that's the problem with like childhood through uh, your teen years. Like you said, not enough schools are teaching basic spending habits and think finance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's a problem. Yeah, it is. It is. So I think- have your kids listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. So yeah, the 20s, college years. And, uh, you know, if you're a college goer or have a college goer, um, but there's a lot, we could do a show by itself on mistakes to to avoid in your college years. But a big one, a big expensive one is the five-year plan is instead of going to college for four years, stacking on another, a fifth year that adds up. One extra year actually could cost as much as $289,000 over the, over your career. Wow. If you think about it, if tuition and living expenses, they're $50,000 a year. And instead of one more year of college, you had one more year of work. Let's say you put away $7,500 from your, your salary into your 401k. 
with compounding interest, that's going to grow to about $289,000 by the time that you retire. So to avoid that, look at taking extra classes or starting college classes while you're still in high school, anything you can do to, to trim down the amount of time that it takes to get through college. As we all know, it's very expensive, gets more expensive each year. Yeah. I mean, you can take classes. I think some ways to combat that is take classes during your J term and really plan out, you know, planning ahead can help you avoid spending extra time in college, yep, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you're first starting your career, you're short on cash, you're high on energy, yeah. all your friends say, let's go out. It's Tuesday. I think we should go out. It's Wednesday. I think we should go out. <laughs> so try to reel that in. Another yeah. mistake is people in their twenties often don't sign up for their employer plan right away. So assuming you have a starting salary of 50,000 a year and you put 10% of that into your 401k, maybe your employer matches $2,500. If you miss out on saving $7,500 in that first year of working, 45 years later, that one year of missed contributions would have been worth 245,000 and oh my change, goodness. assuming only an 8% rate of return over 45 years is pretty reasonable. So $245,000 by missing out on that $7,500 in that first year. That's horrible. So the earlier, the better. Yeah, absolutely. So and, and set up that, uh, set up that, uh, get that going right away. Your 401k, right? Yeah. 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 Time is on your side. So take advantage of that. Uh, the last thing we'll talk about in your 20s, set up your emergency fund. Oh, yeah. What you don't want to have happen is you're, you're starting out. You don't have a lot of extra income. Something breaks. You have an emergency and you have to put money on credit, take out a loan, things like that. So have an emergency fund set aside three to six months of expenses so that uh, if something does happen, you, you have that cushion to fall back on. Uh, that will save your your bacon, so to speak, and uh, <laughs> avoid avoid some high interest charges there. So those are some things to think about in your twenties. Well, I love bacon. Yes, yes. And so I want to save it for sure. <laughs> Good advice, Jeff. Now, before we move on, let's take a moment right here. This is a good time between the decades here to let our listeners know how they can really get a plan in place and not make mistakes during these decades, especially as they get older and try to save more and more for retirement. Yeah. So give us a call. That's the first step is come on in. Let's sit down, have a cup of coffee or whatever beverage you consume get to know each other a little bit and we'll find out, you know, where are you at right now on your retirement timeline? What are your goals? What are your fears? What keeps you up at night and put a plan in place? Doesn't have to be overly complicated. Get something started, get a second opinion on where you're at uh, regardless of what age you are, if you're, you're listening into this. So we want to help you out with that. Give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Well, that sounds great. And you are listening to Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, today we're talking about the biggest money mistakes by decade. And Jeff, you started off talking about childhood, uh, how a lot of schools aren't teaching kids about finance, so they're learning from their parents. So parents, watch out. I always tell my kids, you know what I tell my kids, Jeff? Do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. 
good yeah. advice, right? Yeah. What daddy does doesn't apply to you. Yeah. No, uh, when daddy spends too much money on records and pizza, that's not that does not mean you should do this. Uh, but anyway, uh, seriously, though, that's really important. And then we covered the 20s. Uh, college years, boy, the minute you say college uh, and financial mistakes in the same uh, sentence, there are a lot of financial yeah. mistakes. We could do a couple of shows just covering, well, I mean, racking up student loan debt is, is one big problem uh, during the college years. And you covered some of that and really uh, stressed. I think the best part of what you said there is like the five-year plan. Why why add that extra expense and that college debt? Uh, start saving money early when you get that first job, get that 401k going, and try to limit your college expenses because you'll have problems paying off that debt, right? Yeah, takes takes a while. Absolutely. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about uh, our 30s, when you're in your 30s. And uh, I kind of remember my 30s, Jeff. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. The 80s were good. You know that. <laughs> in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So in our 30s, you start to see some decent disposable income, but what do you do with it? You know, feeling more secure, you have things that you're you're tempted to buy. Some of those are pretty big ticket items. So you don't, you might start throwing your money around and buying some of those toys. So example, here in Minnesota, there are lakes everywhere. A lot of people buy boats. So if you've sunk money into the boat, that's a, that's a good pun. I laid that one in there. <laughs> uh, you also find that your expenses are going to increase because you have to take care of the boat. And I'm not a boating person, but you know, fuel and care and wrapping the thing in cellophane once a year. But and you'll <laughs> adopt the analogy as your own anyway. That's right. That's yeah. right. All right. They call it cellophane, I think, right? Yes. But where could you put that money instead? So a lot of millennials are delaying buying a home, for example, and that might be a lifestyle choice. They're traveling, whatever it might be. Yeah. But sometimes they just don't get around to it. So that means they're renting longer. They're not investing in that house long term yet. So that also means they're going to be paying off their home later in life. So something to consider there. But what if you, you purchased a home you rented out part of your home to a friend or family member to, to cover some of those costs. And that can help your budget, but you could also use those funds to either invest in something else or to pay off that house even quicker over time. Yeah, exactly. Put, put it in your retirement fund or use it to pay off that mortgage quicker, uh, and then you'll have more money later in life when you need it. Uh, what about a, a, an advanced degree? What about people going to uh, grad school? Yeah, one other thing too, th when I was thinking of it on the, the home purchase, right now interest rates are extremely low. They can't they get much lower. No. So if you're on the fence of thinking about buying a house, and that this might be the time to do that because the interest rates are likely going to go up over your lifetime and that will add significantly to your, your cost of ownership over yeah. A long period of time. So that's something to think about as well. So an advanced degree, Tony, yeah. if, um, depending on your career and what direction you're going and your interest in getting an advanced education, that, that could be, um, a very good payoff. So you might have 20, 30,000, 40,000 for obtaining that advanced degree. But once you have that, I know particularly with, uh, engineers seeing this a lot of times, you might make 20, 30, 40,000 more a year, the rest of your career. So it pays it off within a year or two. Right. And uh, that's a lot over yeah. time. And my son, I'm glad we're talking about this. My son, Adam, is in 
uh, going to college right now. He's a junior in college, and he's in a pre-PA program, biology and pre-PA classes, which means physician assistant is his goal. He wants to be a physician's assistant. But after his four year and he gets the biology degree, then he has to go into a graduate school. So that's what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. And the expense of it is something that we've been talking about and worrying about. And so that is an added expense that you have to take into consideration. Now, in that field, if he can get into a good graduate program, he should be able to make enough money. We're minimizing his student debt now and we could because we know there will be some student debt with graduate school yeah so uh, that way he'll be able to pay that off because he should be able to get a really good paying job with as a pa because there's a huge demand but those are all things you have to think about my point is those are all things you have to sit down and talk about parents uh your adult children who are in college that type of thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Put some thought into it. But like you said, a lot of times that is going to pay off uh, in spades. So yeah. something to consider. I really think so. And and really talking about your 30s, there's so much happening in your 30s. I'm glad you talked about this because when people buy houses, cars, start having children, maybe, I don't know. That's probably maybe a little later for some, but uh, you know, it used to be in their 20s, people started having yeah. children it seems to keep moving back have you noticed that like later in life people get started later in life i'm not going to name names Jeff. Bullion. no no not <laughs> exactly i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> no that does that has things have kind of slipped along the way but yeah. yeah yeah they sure have yep. so next we're looking at the 40s right yes yeah so that this decade often brings about Bigger and better toys, and again, here in Minnesota, maybe even a cabin up north. Right. Uh, I mentioned this before when we originally, we've called Minnesota home for over 12 years now, but when we first moved up here, it seemed like everyone had a cabin. It was, how how does everyone afford this? But uh, yeah, a cabin up north, whatever it might be, but you don't want to overspend on your home or that, that second home. What if you or a spouse loses a job? Yeah. You have to think about the things that you don't want to think about, and that's part of, um, what we do and helping our clients to, to talk about those things. The other thing is expenses are higher if you have kids, if you're not aware of that. So do you have enough save for emergencies with your new budget reality? So we talked about in the twenties, have an emergency fund set aside. You should always have that. But you get to your forties, your expenses are much higher. Make sure you have three to six months of expenses set aside and uh, something happens, you're not having to get a loan or put things on credit. But the money that you do have in savings, what are you earning on that? Most people that come in and meet with us and they have, you know, money put aside in that emergency fund, usually they're earning 0.1%. Okay. Almost nothing. Yeah, almost nothing. Inflation last year in 2018 was 2.4%. Get a high yield savings account for that excess money. They're earning about 2%. They're paying around 2% right now. That rate fluctuates much, much month to month, but that'll add up over time. It does. The other thing to think about is, are you increasing your savings each year or do you spend the raises that you're getting? So if you get a 3% raise, are you finding ways to spend that money or have it set up on autopilot to invest that? And, uh, wait, we're not supposed to spend that money. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. All right. Take notes. No. Um, 
So in the article we were talking about gives us an example. If your salary is increasing by 3% a year, let's say you have a $100,000 salary and you save that whole increase, you'd start investing an extra 3,000 a year at age 40 using an 8% rate of return. That would give you over $516,000 by the time you turned age 65. Wow. So just by putting that, that money huge. aside. Yeah, it, it really adds up. So again, time on your side, don't spend that extra money, invest that so that you're, you can have the retirement that you're looking forward to. So that's something to consider. And also be aggressive with your investments. You have time to take the risk. So don't have half of your stuff in, in bonds. You know, we can talk through your risk tolerance and emergency funds and different goals that you have. So I'm generalizing here, but you don't want to have too much in bonds and not earn enough to keep pace with inflation and your goals throughout your retirement. Your retirement right. And just career. to clarify what you're saying there, Jeff, uh, for our listeners out there, when he says be aggressive with your investments, remember, he's talking about people in their 40s. Yes. Yeah. He's not talking about people who are age 70 or 65 or even 60. Uh, but if you're in your 40s, that is a good time to be aggressive with your investments, because like you said, that's a good point, Jeff. You have time to take more risk at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, consider that. And that's something we can review. What are your holdings now? Do you have the right allocation based on your retirement timeline, your risk tolerance, your personal situation? So we didn't get through all of the decades here today. So we got through the 40s. What we're going to do is pick up next week and start off with our 50s and go through retirement and talk about some of the other common uh, mistakes that people make by decade. But we want to give you some food to, for thought here up through the 40s. Give us a call if you'd like to come in and schedule a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan, and we'll review your situation and see, are you on track? Are there things that you need to change? Give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com, and we look forward to sitting down with you. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.